I'm gonna move all of this. Is that good? Yes. That works. Alright. Yes, yes. I'm scooting this up real quick just so I can make Oh, okay, we're live. Um I'm gonna have to crop. <laughs> so basically today guys we wanted to come on here and talk about being accountable um for what you say you're gonna do so whatever actions that you're speaking on um we want to be able to keep you accountable for those things so um me and three are both in in a game of field where we have to keep each you know we have to stay accountable for our actions if we want to succeed in our business field yes um three as a realtor you know realtors it's a cutthroat game you have to go out there and put in the work to see the results because everyone wants to become a realtor nowadays everyone everyone all the dfw because it looks so pretty right it looks so pretty to see um the fancy cars and, mm -hmm. and the lifestyle because realtors know a lot of people you know i think the biggest thing is the netflix show selling sunset you think gives that a gave, whole perspective of, it, it's not really like that guys <laughs> you have to be out here grinding finding clients it's, i believe that it's a whole new world out here i think um a lot of people expect for the the clients and the houses to just land no. and then they just do the work like it doesn't work like that mm -mm. so being accountable meaning means that you show up for yourself every single day no matter how tired you are no matter what you're going through in your personal life no matter if your boyfriend broke up with you a day ago you show up for yourself every single day so today I'm gonna give you guys four ways that you can keep yourself accountable so there's a couple of things you have to ask yourself as human beings how do I keep myself accountable? So obviously if you want to lose weight, how do you keep yourself accountable? Go to the gym. You go work out. You eat right. You eat right. Don't go out to eat with your friends. <laughs> exactly. Don't do that. I feel like um, many people don't know how to even start eating right. You go to the grocery store and they have all this crap everywhere. So that's sad. Like I know. And then you go to Whole Foods. I went to Whole Foods because I was trying to eat better and I spent $800. No, not just that. On basic and then you go groceries. to fast food and you try to be healthy and eat a salad, and it's more expensive to buy the salad than to actually buy a burger. That is actually really so I sad. See that. I feel like there needs to be a shift or a change mm -hmm. in um, our culture. But even when they try to come out with like the salad bars and things like that. Oh, yeah. Salad on the go. Salad on the go. Certain things like that. I feel like it still doesn't help because it's so expensive, it's so overpriced. And people are on a budget. Like, not everyone can afford a fucking Chipotle salad every day. You know? It's very difficult um, to keep yourself accountable. But if you are putting in the work, you can cook at home. Yes. You can genuinely set up your schedule to where you cook your own meals. You cook your own food. You're keeping track of all your meals on your phone. You're hitting the gym. Yes. You're really putting in that work. Because no matter whatever it is that you do, you have to put in that work. I'm going to move this over here because I feel like I want to look at you. Am I... Put it with... Oh. Sorry, guys. I'm going to put you in front of me and Tui so we can both be looking at you guys. Dang, why am I so close? <laughs> My big old... Sorry, guys. Little, um under as lo más así 
You get me? Como quita este cable. Okay, got it. Oh, much better. Much better. Um, I hate that. Like, I, the comments are right there, but it's okay. So, yes, guys, that is what one way you have to ask yourself what is your ultimate goal and how can you get there write it down and put in the work so uh, a lot of times too you have to look at where you feel most hurt in life and get help to heal that so many people want to blame everyone for everything they take no accountability when they're wrong mm. when they're toxic oh yeah when they are actually hurting someone more than helping them um i see this a lot in the Mexican households too because parents are so well Mexican older parents are, are very toxic when it comes to like their children they don't keep them accountable for their decisions so like me mm. growing up I saw my brother get away with everything and I try to teach my kids that that's not okay if you made a mistake you have to learn what you did wrong and what you can do the next time because it's so easy to, to just true. light it under the rug and be like okay and it's not talked about it's not. It's not talked about. It's not talked about. It's actually very scary um, to see. Even people with money. You know, I watch a lot of um, like shows like Law and Order and things like that. Oh. And a lot of shows like when you have money, when you're financially rich or financially have, a, when you're a judge, you'll pay for your kids' mistakes. Like you'll sit there and pay thousands of dollars. It's an easy fix for it's them. It's an easy fix for them. Exactly. And that's we're taking away that power of accountability to human beings when mm -hmm. we do things like that because everyone needs to be held accountable yes. so if you pass a red light you get a ticket there is a cause and effect to everything yes and we learned that pretty young i think I, we learned that one in third grade cause and effect you do something something happens mm -hmm. so depending on what you're doing now is gonna determine what your result is so what are some other ways that we can keep each other accountable to as far as friends and relationships? Um, oh, there's so many things. Yes, like there's today so we had a lunch, a breakfast this morning. And any typical day, I if I didn't feel like getting up, I would have been like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Let me just cancel. But it's keeping myself accountable. I promised I was going to be there. I am a woman of my word. I'm going to show up for myself. Um, the gym. There's many days where I don't feel like getting up and going. Yeah. But either way, and sometimes it's just in your mind. It is. It it's is in a your mind, mind thing. Because once you get there and you're done, you actually feel fulfillment. Like oh, exactly, and it is a I mind thing. Did it? Yeah. I feel like um, many times our bodies are stronger than our minds, and that is so backwards. Your mind needs to be the strongest part in your body. Don't think about it. Once your mm -hmm. alarm goes off, don't hit snooze. Just get up. Get up. Just do it. You're gonna have to get up either way. I so know. what's the point of it's crazy. No point. Oh. And and everyone always asks me, how do you do it? How do you do it? And it is a mental thing. Mm -hmm. It's a mental thing. But it's how bad you want it. You I exactly. mean if you're not out here trying to get it as bad as you want to breathe, it's not you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. You have to train your mind and your body to get up and go. So another way to keep yourself accountable is learning how to apologize and really mean it. Um, I've seen it all the time when someone does something to hurt me, they'll just, oh, I'm sorry, or not even a sorry. So me, when I hurt someone's feelings or I do something wrong, like it means a lot to me to personally pull them to the side and be like, look, I apologize if I embarrassed you or I apologize if I came about it the wrong way, but I don't like that 
tension feeling. I like to keep myself accountable for my mistakes. That's another part of accountability is owning up to what you did wrong. And it's so hard. I remember, like, I always wanted to be right. I always wanted, like, I wanted everything to be me winning or me being right or no, you're wrong. You did the wrong thing, and now I'm at an age where I I can be like but okay. But that also I can, makes you the bigger person exactly. by being like, yeah, I did it. Oh, we're human. We are human. We're not perfect. We're not robots, like you said last time. Yes, but <laughs> I feel like people need to learn to actually implement those rules into mm -hmm. their life, because when you're in a in a relationship that's toxic, oh my gosh, both of you just wanting to be right is gonna be the end of the relationship by itself yes. <laughs> so i definitely recommend sitting down and healing whatever toxicness you have um for me like i said i always wanted to be right so i really had to learn how to switch that up and be okay with losing be okay with not being right all the time mm -hmm. um just being okay with not caring what other people thought and letting them feel like they won sometimes i still struggle with that do you? I, I do too. I'm not gonna lie. Like I do how too. people see me with how people perceive what I do or don't do. Mm -hmm. like it still gets to you. And that's all of being human and having emotions. It's I think, normal. I think you're right. You know, we're we're gonna and and it, you pick and choose who, who as well. Yes. Because not anyone can have access. No. To to me getting upset like that, like a lady in the street can scream at me and it won't upset me. But if it's like someone that. I know or something you know mm -hmm. it plays a role you have to pick and choose to who is worth that energy yes even yes. to get upset about but you have to recognize when you're being toxic in other people's life oh that's and a be big one. be okay with removing yourself from that relationship but what is toxic Julie honestly there's many talk I feel like everyone's toxic we're all toxic <laughs> in, <laughs> to in, an extent yes because I grew up around toxic <laughs> i never knew what it was like to have a perfect marriage or a perfect this or a perfect that mm -hmm. because my family's very raw we feel some type of way oh we're gonna address it immediately um we don't like to go behind each other's backs um so that was a big thing growing up all my friends would go behind my back and talk about me mm. and to me it was like just tell me to my face like i'll respect that a lot more versus you going behind my back yes and I grew up in that environment where if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. And I don't know if that's toxic or not, but growing up, it was very hard for me to be like, all right, this is not the place, this is not the time, shut up. That was very hard for me. I always wanted to speak my mind because I grew up in that environment. But I feel like you pick and choose as well what is toxic because who is even de worth dealing with? Everyone's going to be a little toxic. Yeah. You know, is it worth them dealing with that toxic person like you have to bring a lot of value to the table for me to put up with toxicness and my man tells me all the time that i'm toxic but mm. i don't know if i am i think every female is toxic to an extent my husband says pick your poison <laughs> pick your fucking poison I if think... you married that person you knew mm -hmm. you knew from the get-go how that was gonna end up so i think oh my god it's under it's communication too because Yes, that's a big thing. Because toxic gets thrown around so easily nowadays. Everyone's toxic, like I said. I see it on the highway. Right? Uh, they're into toxicas now. Yeah. Like, oh. 
Okay, it's a thing. It's a trend. <laughs> tengo, well, what do they like, say? The trucks? Tengo novia or something. Oh, tengo something novia tóxica. <laughs> and I don't think that should be a good thing. Like, yeah, I'm toxic. I don't know if that's a good thing to be proud it's of. It's not. Right? They are advertising that shit at Forever 21. They There's are a lot advertising. of things nowadays that are being advertised <laughs> as being correct. Let me just say that. Yes. <laughs> Ariel, Ariel's commented, you're toxic, but you bring a lot to the table. Period, sis. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I think that we're all a work in progress. We're never going to be perfect. And that is kind of why I wanted to name this podcast. Um, fuck perfect, let's be real. Because mm -hmm. everyone always tells me, like, you're perfect. And I perfect this and perfect that. I'm like, hell no. Ain't no such thing as perfect. There's no such thing as perfect credit. There's no such thing as the perfect anything. You know, there's always going to be a problem or there's always going to be something that comes up. So let's just be real instead and, and be very honest with each other about what our goals are. Um, not having a hidden agenda with everyone mm -hmm. will keep you accountable to your ultimate mission. So, like, obviously, me and we um, want our clients to be able to close on their homes. Yes. But how are we keeping them accountable? How are they keeping themselves accountable? We can't do all the work for them. We can't hold your hands. You hand. know, um, there's certain things that people want to buy a house, but people get their credit fixed and then they go and buy a car. Mm. So that defeats the whole purpose of you even wanting to purchase a home. You have to know what your goal is. Okay, you can't just sit here and know and say, I want better, I want this, I want that. What do you want? You need to put it on paper, write it down. So we have our goals, right? I know for you three, you want to uh, you want to sell how many houses this year? What's your goal? What's your ultimate goal? A lot, but I want to at least have another 10 deals done. By 10 the deals? Or more, possible, And that's very possible. Know? Like, do you know how many houses are for sale right now in the market? There's very low. Very it's low, low. In inventory. Very, very low. Everything's slow. Oh, mm -hmm. It's scary. But now is a perfect time, and this is why. Fix your credit now. Save up now. Mm -hmm. You know, put away, do a sacrifice for now, for future. I mean, from here till November, from here till December next year, let it be you going into a new home. I mean, I don't know. That's just me, but I prefer to have a home over a nice car. And that says a lot. Honestly, I do too. You know, like, I, I you're sure not going to live in your car. Mm -hmm. I mean, car payments right now are 1200 and up. I mean, depending what you get, obviously. Oh, my but gosh. That's like your mortgage. Right now, people renting. That is 14, crazy. 1500 1600 I mean, it's crazy. And people are okay with this, but you're not yeah. okay with fixing your credit. There's something wrong with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't go and buy a car for $1,000 no. a month. That is ridiculous. Don't do that. Um, they get. That's how they get a, a lot of young people, though. Because when you're 18, the pressure of social the, media. Yes, yes. And the pressure of driving the best thing, which mm -hmm. that's nice. You know, if you're going to get a nice car, you're going to spend money on something. Obviously, make it something that's worth it. But also have a real budget. Like, don't expect, like, this is this rule that I live by. If I can't afford it five times, I am not going to buy it. And be realistic. Yes, yeah, super be realistic. realistic. Like, can I really afford to purchase that five times and still be okay after that? still be able to survive still be um living the same way that i'm living if you can't do it they need yes yes love to run. shout out to david v laura c get out there julie oh well i'm not a realtor guys 
this is uh, Dewey's a realtor so this is mainly the main person that I ever do uh, business with as far as um, a realtor I love how she takes care of my clients so she's always on top of everything making sure that she can answer all of your questions and concerns I actually have right now we were talking about the market and it's so crazy we don't feel comfortable speaking about numbers and stuff because it's so such an uncomfortable situation right now for for the middle class even even for the rich i feel like they're struggling to purchase yes. homes yes right the thing is that we have a lot of people coming from out of state who to them this is nothing like we're barely coming up yeah you know everywhere else the prices are about that high you know we're barely coming up as far as texas um any tips on first-time home buyers get with the right loan officer and mm -hmm. i can help you with that as well you know having the right loan officer who is obviously going to check how your credit is and if credit is an issue well you have your people right here i mean this is kind of why we kind of teamed up and made it a thing so we can help everyone out there there's so many questions um when it comes to realtors as far as do you pay a realtor that's a big one so the only time you pay a realtor is if you're the one buying i'm i'm sorry selling, selling. Mm -hmm. as far as buying you don't pay anything and we we take care of a lot of stuff guys we really don't get paid till we close. I feel like that's why buyers are so afraid to go find a good realtor because they're yes. so afraid, oh, the better the realtor, the more expensive they are. And it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work it's, like It's a cutthroat game. So you need to find someone who can really represent you and get you to that closing table. Yes. The whole couple of months, because sometimes I've seen it take up to two months, mm. three months even, on a new build. Um, it's not a one, two, three process it's a one two a b c d one two there's a process before it's, the process exactly and it is super intense but it's super possible yes it is super possible you have to be willing to sacrifice a lot of things you know you have to be willing to put that down payment down accountability accountability be accountable if that's really what you want then i mean you're gonna have to not go out to eat i mean you gotta really get tight with your budget it is possible last year where it felt impossible to get a home with how crazy it is and it still is but i had a client seven months until we found her home and it came back wow. to us it came back to us so when god says it's for you it's for you it doesn't matter what kind of market you're in so don't be afraid of the market yes if it's set for you then that's what god wants you to have it's gonna be it's yours, gonna no be yours what. it's exactly. gonna come back to you yep. exactly you're you're so right and it, oh my gosh i always say that do you ever walk into a building and you're like okay this feels like home or this is god wants me here mm -hmm. that's how it was for me when i bought my house i yeah. went through so much bullshit but as soon as i walked into that house i knew i was like all right this is it and you might have some setbacks but it's gonna come through it's gonna it work itself out if it's meant for you it'll work itself out um, so let's say we just got a forty thousand dollar car from the dealership what that effect does in buying a home, question. let's say in like three years. So in in three years, you could pay 30K of that car. It shouldn't be that big of a of a debt to income ratio, but they will take that debt into consideration. So for example, if your payment for that vehicle is $500 a month, and then your mortgage is gonna be 1,500, and right now you can't even afford to rent a thousand five hundred dollar apartment or a thousand five hundred dollar home you're not going to qualify until that car is paid off you definitely don't want to go and get a car that's going to be more than five years you're kind of stuck you know unless you could pay that vehicle off immediately um there's other options as well you can do a lot of things like sell your car 
in the street make some in make some extra income off of that so you could use that as down payment um like forget about you know these cars these materialistic things guys that's just a liability mm. unless that car is making you money i'm sorry it's a liability yeah. it is a liability it's not an asset. you should not be buying a new car or anything if you plan on purchasing a home this year or next year or in the next four years to be honest and even if you're renting let me tell you this if y'all aren't aware you have to be making three times the amount so if you're looking at an apartment that's 1600 multiply that by three that's how much you should be making and that's how you'll that is insane have a chance of getting in yeah they that will check that is so crazy and do you think that that's gonna draw oh and put all your cash in the bank they go back two months and look at that stuff so put all your money you're saving up at home actually put it in the bank guys that's a big thing um hey fed hi. come say hi <laughs> there's a come here come say hi what is it i know y'all are live yeah they want to see you too In LA, they asked for five times. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Well, the prices, the prices over there are crazy too. So, LA is five times that more. Is insane. Oh hell no! Hi, Fern. You look so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're looking a little thick. <laughs> so we're gonna end that's the podcast with that. We're about to start our meeting. But we want to encourage you guys to get more accountable with your goals and write it down and put put it into motion. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Don't yes. just talk out of your ass. Dang. Was that a good ending? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like